0: Section 29 of The Hollow Tree and Deep Woods Book This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Hollow Tree and Deep Woods Book by Albert Bigelow Payne. Section 29 Christmas at the Hollow Tree Inn The storyteller told the last Hollow Tree story on Christmas Eve. It was snowing outside and the little lady was wondering how it was in the far deep woods. Once upon a time, he said, when the robin and turtle and squirrel and jackrabbit had all gone home for the winter, nobody was left in the hollow tree except the coon and possum and the old black crow. Of course, the others used to come back and visit them pretty often, and Mr. Dog too, now that he had got to be good friends with all the Deepwoods people, and they thought a great deal of him when they got to know him better. Mr. Dog told them a lot of things they'd never heard before, things that he'd learned at Mr. Man's house, and maybe that's one reason why they got to liking him so well. He told them about Santa Claus for one thing, and how the old fellow came down the chimney on Christmas Eve to bring presents to Mr. Man and his children, who always hung up their stockings for them, and Mr. Dog said that once he had hung up his stocking too, and got a nice bone in it that was so good he'd buried and dug it up again as much as six times before spring. He said that Santa Claus always came to Mr. Man's house, and that whenever the children hung up their stockings they were always sure to get something in them. Well, the Hollow Tree people had never heard of Santa Claus. They knew about Christmas, of course, because everybody, even the cows and sheep, know about that, but they'd never heard of Santa Claus. You see, Santa Claus only comes to Mr. Man's house, but they didn't know that either, so they thought that if they just hung up their stockings, he'd come there too. And that's what they made up their minds to do. They talked about it a great deal together, and Mr. Possum looked over all his stockings to pick out the biggest one he had. And Mr. Crow, he made himself a new pair on purpose mr coon said he never knew mr crow to make himself such big stockings before but mr crow said he was getting old and needed things bigger and when he loaned one of his new stockings to mr coon mr coon said that's so and that he guessed they were about right after all they didn't tell anybody about it at first but by and by they told mr dog what they were going to do and when mr dog heard it he wanted to laugh right out you see he knew santa claus never went anywhere except to mr man's house and he thought it would be a great joke on the hollow tree people when they hung up their stockings and didn't get anything But by and by Mr. Dog thought about something else. He thought it would be too bad too for them to be disappointed that way. You see Mr. Dog liked them all now and when he had thought about that a minute he made up his mind to do something and this is what it was. He made up his mind to play Santa Claus. He knew just how Santa Claus looked because he'd seen a lot of his pictures at Mr. Man's house and he thought it would be great fun to dress up that way and take a bag of presents to the hollow tree while they were all asleep and fill up the stockings of the coon and possum and the old black crow but first he had to be sure of some way of getting in so he said to them he didn't see how they could expect santa claus their chimneys were so small and mr crow said that they could leave their latch string out downstairs which was just what mr dog wanted then they said they were going to have all the folks that had spent the summer with them over for christmas dinner and to see the presents they would got in their stockings they told mr dog to drop over too if he could get away and mr dog said he would and went off laughing to himself and ran all the way home because he felt so pleased at what he was going to do Well, he had to work pretty hard, I tell you, to get things ready. It wasn't so hard to get the presents as it was to rig up his Santa Claus dress. He found some long wool out in Mr. Man's barn for his white whiskers, and he put some that wasn't so long on the edges of his overcoat and boot tops and around an old hat he had. Then he borrowed a big sack he found there too, and fixed it up to swing over his back just as he'd seen Santa Claus do in the pictures. He had a lot of nice things to take along, three tender young chickens he'd borrowed from Mr. Man for one thing, and then he bought some new neckties for the Hollow Tree folks all round, and a big striped candy cane for each one, because candy canes always looked well sticking out of a stocking. Besides all that, he had a new pipe for each and a package of tobacco. You see, Mr. Dog lived with Mr. Man and didn't ever have to buy much for himself, so he'd always saved his money. He had even more things than that, but I can't remember just now what they were, and when he started out, all dressed up like Santa Claus, I tell you his bag was pretty heavy, and he almost wished before he got there that he hadn't started with quite so much. It got heavier and heavier all the way, and he was glad enough to get there and find the latch-string out, and he set his bag down to rest a minute before climbing the stairs, and then opened the door softly and listened he didn't hear a thing except mr crow and mr coon and mr possum breathing pretty low and he knew they might wake up any minute and he wouldn't have been caught there in the midst of things for a good deal so he slipped up just as easy as anything and when he got up in the big parlour room he almost had to laugh right out loud for there were stockings sure enough all hung up in a row and a card with a name on it over each one telling who it belonged to then he listened again and all at once he jumped and held his breath for he heard mr possum say something but mr possum was only talking in his sleep and saying i'll take another piece please and mr dog knew he was dreaming about the mince pie he'd had for supper so then he opened his bag and filled the stockings he put in mixed candy and nuts and little things first and then the pipes and tobacco and candy canes so they'd show at the top and hung a nice dressed chicken outside i tell you they looked fine it almost made mr dog wish he had a stocking of his own there to fill and he forgot all about them waking up and sat down in a chair to look at the stockings It was a nice rocking chair, and over in a dark corner where they wouldn't be apt to see him, even if one of them did wake up and stick his head out of his room. So Mr. Dog felt pretty safe now anyway. He rocked softly and looked and looked at the nice stockings, and thought how pleased they'd be in the morning, and how tired he was. You've heard about people being as tired as a dog, and that's just how Mr. Dog felt he was so tired he didn't feel a bit like starting home and by and by he never did know how it had happened but by and by mr dog went sound asleep right there in his chair with all his santa claus clothes still on and there he sat with his empty bag in his hand and the nice full stockings in front of him all night long even when it came morning and began to get light mr dog didn't know it he just slept right on he was that tired Then pretty soon the door of Mr. Possum's room opened and he poked out his head. And just then the door of Mr. Coon's room opened and he poked out his head. Then the door of Old Black Crow's opened and out poked his head. They all looked towards the stockings, and they didn't see Mr. Dog or even each other at all. They saw their stockings, though, and Mr. Coon said all at once, Oh, there's something in my stocking. And then Mr. Crow says, Oh, there's something in my stocking, too. And Mr. Possum says, Oh, there's something in all our stockings. And with that they gave a great hurrah all together and rushed out and grabbed their stockings and turned around just in time to see Mr. Dog jump right straight up out of his chair, for he did not know where he was in the least bit in the world. Oh, there's Santa Claus himself, they all shouted together and made a rush for their rooms, for they were scared almost to death. But it all dawned on Mr. Dog in a second, and he commenced to laugh and hurrah to think what a joke it was on everybody. And when they heard Mr. Dog laugh, they knew him right away, and they all came up and looked at him, and he had to tell just what he'd done and everything. So they emptied out their stockings on the floor and ate some of the presents and looked at the others until they almost forgot about breakfast, just as children do on Christmas morning then mr crow said all at once that he'd make a little coffee and that mr dog must stay and have some and by and by they made him promise to spend the day with them and be there when the robin and the squirrel and mr turtle and jack rabbit came which he did and it was snowing hard outside which made it a nicer christmas than if it hadn't been and when all the others came they brought presents too and when they saw mr dog dressed up as santa claus and heard how he'd gone to sleep and been caught they laughed and laughed and it snowed so hard they had to stay all night and after dinner they sat around the fire and told stories And they had to stay the next night too, and all that Christmas week. And I wish I could tell you all that happened that week, but I can't because I haven't time. But it was the very nicest Christmas that ever was in the hollow tree, or in the big deep woods, anywhere and this said the storyteller is the very last hollow tree story and there will be no more for they all came out through mr dog and mr dog has gone away now into that far land of evening where all good dogs go to when they get very very old he was friends with the hollow tree people to the last and when he got too old to visit them they used to come to see him sometimes at night when mr man was asleep and when mr dog went away on his long journey beyond the sunset they were all so sorry for they knew that no other mr dog would ever be friends with them and they were very sad in the hollow tree for a long time "'Good-bye to the little lady, what she wishes and what the storyteller says.' "'The little lady looks into the fire thoughtfully. "'And isn't there any more about the hollow tree? she says at last. "'The storyteller looks into the fire, too.' "'I'm afraid not,' he answers. "'And won't you never know any more? Not ever? In a thousand days?' "'I—' "'No, I'm afraid not. "'I wish we lived in the hollow tree. says the little lady. "'From the house of many windows the storyteller looks down on the dazzling lights and the clatter and jangle of the street.' Then he remembers cool musky ways in the dim woods, down which the padded feet of the forest people pass silently to hidden homes of peace. The storyteller sighs. Yes, sweetheart, he says. I have wished that sometimes too. End of section twenty nine. Recording by Shanna Burns End of the Hollow Tree and Deep Woods Book by Albert Bigelow Payne.